Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Murmurings, a National Credit Union Foundation podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Morris, Director of Communications at the Foundation, where every podcast we're highlighting best practices around financial education, financial well-being, philosophy, and philanthropy in the credit union space. Why? That's what we do at your National Credit Union Foundation, providing tools, resources, programs, and more to credit unions and credit union organizations to help their members improve their financial lives. First, a quick reminder, the Foundation is humbled to be the point entity for disaster within the credit union system, and we're unfortunately very busy in this area. We're currently fundraising through our CUAID platform to help credit union staff and volunteers affected by an unprecedented four disasters right right now. That's right, we're fundraising for to help people in four different areas, most recently the devastating wildfires in California, as well as Tropical Storm Harvey in Texas, Hurricane Irma in Florida, and Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico. The need is tremendous. Thousands and thousands of your credit colleagues need your help. Donate today to our General Disaster Relief Fund at cuaid.coop. Now on with the podcast. In this episode, we're going to dig into financial empowerment and improving financial well-being, both areas your foundation is obviously very interested in and a big part of what we do here. For more information, we talked to Daniel Dodd Ramirez, who serves as the Assistant Director for the Office of Financial Empowerment. That office is part of the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, uh, otherwise known as the CFPB. We discussed their work, including information, resources, toolkits, such as your money or goals, credit union partnerships, and much, much more. So with that, let's go now to my conversation with Daniel. So Daniel Dodd-Ramiro, thanks for being on Marine's podcast. Just to start, I'd love to just kind of level set a little bit and talk to us about what exactly is CFPB, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Well, thank you very much for having having me on, and I really look forward to the conversation we're going to have here. Um, the CFPB is a, um, a government agency. We were created after the 2008 financial crisis, and we are really created with the intent to protect uh, consumers as they're navigating the financial market. So at the end of the day, um, you know, we are a, a regulator. Um, uh, we oversee the largest depository institutions, any any bank or credit union that has over $10 billion of assets. We also regulate other companies that provide financial services. Some places or some spaces like payday lending, um, mortgage origination, and mortgage servicing, we oversee um, all or nearly all of the marketplace. Um, and since we opened our doors, we've returned almost, over oh, um, almost $12 billion to 29 million consumers in restitution or canceled debt or other relief. Um, but then we, um, so our work does include, you know, um, look, you know, um, overseeing the, the marketplace in that way. Um, we are rooting out unfair, deceptive, or abusive acts or practices. Um, we're writing rules, supervising companies, and enforcing the law. Um, we also take consumer complaints um, and as, as they're navigating the financial marketplace, and we've collected over a million of those so far. Um, but then we also have a mandate to really empower, um, to really educate, and to create, and that's really where my office comes in. Um, and um, we, we sit in the, the Office of Financial Empowerment, sits in the Division of Consumer Education and Engagement, and we are past, and, and you'll hear a little more about how we create tools, we answer common questions, yeah, yeah. providing tips yeah, to help people to navigate their financial choices, shop for the deals that are going to work best for them. Oh, that's great. Thanks for that overview of CFPB. What's your role then uh, within the CFPB? So the, the Consumer Education and Engagement Division um, is exactly what it says. You know, we are educating and engaging uh, the, the public um, and helping them to make the choices that work for them. 
Within that division, uh, we have four special population offices. One is um, focused on older Americans. Uh, the second is focused on service members. Uh, the third is focused on students. And then the office that, that, that I'm lucky to direct um, is focused on low-income and economically vulnerable consumers. That's called the Office of Financial Empowerment. Yeah, that's great. So I didn't even know there was four um, departments within that. That's great. So in terms of your office, so this is really what I want to get into because it's the most exciting work in terms of what you're doing. So in your space then at CFPB, what kind of tools or resources, how are you um, helping people become more financially empowered? So I'm going to give a couple of, 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 of points. Uh, I'm going to give an overview of our office, and then I'll give a couple of examples of some of the work that we're doing. And if people are interested, they can go to consumerfinance.gov and just type in Office of Financial Empowerment or Financial Empowerment, and you can get a lot more information. You can also download um, some of the tools that I'm going to talk about, and you can also sign up for our, uh, for our, our, our uh, email list, which will let you know of opportunities as they present themselves to be part of projects that we're working on. Um, so... Um, our office, the Office of Financial Empowerment, now I forgot to mention, we've got these four special population offices, but we've also got an office that focuses on financial education and consumer engagement. The Office of Financial Education does a lot of really deep research on financial education and what is effective uh, for financial education. And, and we really you know, take that research and make sure we're applying it in the programs that my office administers and really think about how it is, you know, it needs to be unique to low-income and economically vulnerable consumers, um, people that are living at the poverty rate, poverty, poverty rate, which is around $25,000 for a family of four. So um, we are um, administering programs um, that, that, are, that are really tasked with reaching as many consumers as possible around the country. And I'll talk about a couple of those in a moment. We are also evaluating products that are effective that will hopefully serve as on-ramps um, for you know um, individuals um, into you know more complex project pro- products. So people that are credit invisible, um, that, that is, they have thin um, credit files um, they're, because they're just starting out, or they've made mistakes in the past and have errors uh, which have you know created you know complications with their credit. We're really looking at on ramps to help those individuals to come back into the financial marketplace. Um, and then we're also identifying areas um, that we see that are harmful or potentially promising, um, you know, for consumers um, in low-income neighborhoods. And we're identifying those areas and looking at, you know, obstacles or we're looking at opportunities um, as far as um, policy or regulatory, you know, things that can be fixed um, that will help people. So that's the overview. Should I go on and kind of give an example of each one of those? Chris? Yeah, that would be great. That would be great. And I'll also just add to your point about the links. I, I do I'll, for the accompanying blog post for this podcast. I'll also kind of link to a lot of these too. So you can either find the CFP website or go to. If you end up listening to this on our website, you can click over and yeah, get get access to these. Great. So the one example on the program side that I'm going to give is um, our your, your money your goals. So your money your goals is a toolkit that was developed to help. You know, um, frontline workers, you know, organizations um, around the country that are serving individuals, um, and they've got people that are working for them on the front lines, um, and they're helping them to certify for benefits, they're helping them to get a job, they're helping them to get housing, they're helping them to get health care. And we wanted to really arm those frontline workers with the information um, on how to help people to um, manage their finances. So... Um, your Money, Your Goals is a toolkit 
about 14 modules, and, and, and it's really meant to be something that after an organization goes through and gets trained on the toolkit, we, we offer that training, um, then they will, um, um, the, the, those frontline workers will have increased their confidence in talking about financial matters with their clients. Uh, we know there's intersections all the time. If somebody's trying to get a job, you know, we know that most employers these days are looking at credit, for example. And so there's going to be an intersection there. And if somebody's helping somebody get a job and they are not improving their credit and they can't get that job, then that's an obstacle for them. And so we want those um, folks to be able to look at, you know, really, you know, um, easy to access and, and um, you know, accessible information that will help them to, um, you know, fix their credit and, um, and to choose products that will help them to build their credit um, and ultimately, you know, get that job that they need. Um, and so Your Money Goals is really set up in that way. We've got um, things from fixing your credit to uh, managing your cash flow to, you know, what to do when a debt collector is calling regularly and how to handle that in a responsible way and in a firm way. Um, and um, and so there's a there's a lot of content there. It's meant to be something that is a toolkit that you are going into and pulling out what you need at that moment. Not like um, FDIC's Money Smart curriculum, for example, that it's meant to be A to Z and, and, and classroom training. This is um, curated information that's for one-on-one, you know, one person working with one client on other issues. Um, so we've had a lot of success with Your Money, Your Gold since we started it. We've trained over 20,000 frontline workers, and that's reaching over 700,000 consumers. Um, every year, um, we get more and more feedback about how to improve Your Money, Your Goals from the field. Um, and we've got a lot of data that shows that after, you know, six months of people going through this training, um, they're going back. I think we have something like 75% of people are going back and using Your Money, Your Gold in one way or another. Not to mention many people that are working, you know, helping um, people um, in the way we've been describing here um, are also lower income themselves. And we can all, you know, and, and they're improving their own confidence and to talk about these issues. And that will hopefully help them, you know, to be better employees and help their own households to make their money better. Um, one example that I'd like to mention um, is the Alabama Credit Union. It's uh, one of our um, one of the financial institutions that actively participated um um, in our 2017 cohort as part of the Alabama Asset Building Coalition work. Um, and that's a, um, they, they've been really central to that coalition in Alabama, and they've been really active with Your Money, Your Gold. Um, we've got other examples. Um, in the state of Minnesota, there was a coalition of credit unions that actually decided to take Your Money, Your Goals and, um, and available. Um, and we've got, you know, banks and um, other organizations other than social service agencies that have, that have partnered with social service agencies or made it available to their grantees or have decided they wanted to have, you know, branch, um, you know, sellers and people like that to, to have some experience with these issues. So Your Money, Your Goals is a good example under uh, a program. Um, under the product, um, I'd like to give an example of uh, where we just finished a rigorous evaluation of a credit builder loan. Um, offered at a credit union located in the Midwest. Uh, the credit union's low income designated. It's also a CDFI. Um, and after the rigorous evaluation that we that we did of this product, we found that credit builder loans are very effective for consumers who are credit visibles or have thin or no credit files. Uh, we're going to have a report coming out soon for people to review. Um, hopefully, this will help make the case uh, more of a case for organizations that have similar products. 
Uh, and we also learned a lot that we think will be useful to make these products more effective for consumers and for the marketplace. So, you know, that's, a, a, I think, a good example of, of a credit builder loan, of a, of a product that is really important for people that are low income. It will help them graduate into other pro- products and, um, and, and a good illustration of, of, of the sort of things that we're interested in. And so those are a couple of examples. I don't know if there are any questions. No, I was just going to add, I think there's, um, I encourage Canadians to listening, one, to look for that report, but also I downloaded that, the Your Money, Your Goals uh, toolkit before the podcast, and it is, re- like you said, really comprehensive and really, it's got some really great content in there. So I encourage uh, Canadians to download that um, for free, which is a terrific resource you guys offer. So I just want to add just one more thing. I mean, it sounds like, there's this huge need for this. I mean, there's another, I just came across the CFPB survey that came out a few weeks ago that said, you know, 40% of U.S. adults struggle to make ends meet. And then you you mentioned uh, some statistics earlier, but I mean, can you talk a little bit more just in terms of the importance of, you know, why should credit or why should CFPB, why, why does this matter so much? Well, we, we, as I said before, you know, we, at the end of the day, we believe that, you know, we can arm people with the information, the steps, the tools they need to make smart financial decisions. That's going to help them to navigate the marketplace. Um, of course, we are also looking at you know how to make the consumer financial marketplace work for, for everyone, right, and for the economy. Um, and we're enforcing, um, as I mentioned, and protecting consumers. But the best thing um, is you know a, a, a well-informed consumer that can navigate. Um, and make these decisions uh, correctly. I mean, we know that there's a lot of people that are living at the poverty line, um, and uh, we know from the recent recession there were a lot of people that really um, that, that that fell into poverty as well. And so uh, the, 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 there's a, a very large scale that we are trying to address um, with, with 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 our education programs um, and with the policies that we're also passing um, as as a bureau. Um, and so. All those things help, I think. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, we really want to look at how to increase financial well-being. There's a lot of research um, on our webpage around that, and I definitely encourage people to take a look at that. And one thing that I forgot to mention, Chris, is that I'd like to mention is that with Your Money, Your Goals, we've also developed some companion guides. Um, there's one that's focused on Native Americans, another that's focused on people with disabilities, Another that's focused on justice-involved individuals, and so those are all um, specially curated for those distinct populations and the distinct issues that that, that those populations are, face, um, and also the perspectives that they have. For example, Native communities have a completely different perspective um, when it comes to um, money and community, and and, um, and so you know we have really done a lot of work in listening to those communities and making sure that they've been involved every step of the way as we've developed these guides, and um, we're, we're going to continue to do that. Thank you for for sharing all of those things. Is there anything else in terms of just on the horizon that you'd like to speak about? Well, I think that I've already talked a lot about um, your money, your goals. I mean, we've got some other programs that we're administering. Also, we've got a financial coaching initiative where we've been learning a lot um, about financial coaching, and we're also out in the field helping you know people um, to, to come into financial coaching sites and, and do you know deeper work to build their money management, budgeting skills, improve their credit, pay down debts. Uh, we've also got some really deep evaluations of, of what coaching can do um, to help people. Um, there's a rigorous evaluation that we did um, that shows some very, very strong cases for financial coaching, and so we're excited about it by that. 
and we're really excited about the, the, the research that's coming out of our Office of Financial Education uh, around financial well-being. Um, there's a really pretty amazing um, self-assessment where you can actually um, put your information in. Of course, it's um, you know de-identified, and 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 um, but then it will give you back you know where you where you where you are on a scale compared to other people. Help you to think about ways to build your 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 um, afterwards to build your financial capability and really where you are, where you, what your goals are, and where you want to go. So I definitely encourage folks to to take a look at that. Yeah, it sounds like you you all have a, a lot of really great resources for Ukrainians. So again, encourage Ukrainians uh, to check this out, and I will link to all of this. And I, I can't thank you enough, Daniel, for your time today and sharing with us. Uh, I really enjoyed it. And you know, honestly, if it weren't for the partnerships we've had with credit unions, uh, we wouldn't be where we are right now. The evaluation I talked about before was with a credit union. Credit unions have been involved with Your Money, Your Goals. They're involved with our Savings Attack Time Initiative, and uh, we definitely look forward to more partnership with with credit unions um, in the future as well. That's great. I mean, it certainly fits in. Everything we talked about fits in with the credit union mission, so all good stuff. Great. Thank you very much. All right, another great conversation. Again, check out the uh, blog uh, for all the links to a lot of what we talked about in the podcast. That's at blog.ncuf.coop. As always, thanks for listening and to Daniel today for sharing with us. Don't forget, you can subscribe now to Murmurings on iTunes or their Apple Podcast app, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, wherever you usually listen to podcasts. For more information on the foundation and much more, visit ncuf.coop. Again, to donate to Credit Union Disaster Relief, please visit cua.coop. Music for the podcast is by Kevin McLeod and until next time remember to keep purpose constant.